The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. If you want the answers, you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies to help you gain control over your life with MS using only the best insights, advice, and research from top industry experts. Not only that, you'll learn MS-specific exercises and tips to stay consistent, motivated, and inspired. Ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Missing Link podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we are going to be talking about temperature changes and how that affects our body. A lot of people with multiple sclerosis can sense a change in their body and a change in their function when there is a change in temperature. And it's often something that goes unnoticed. I will hear from my clients, oh my gosh, Dr. Gretchen, my walking is worse. I wonder if my lesions are coming back. I wonder if my disease is progressing or I'm getting weaker or my vision is changing. I wonder if my disease is progressing. And sometimes it might be, we never truly know unless you actually get an MRI and get it tested. But I will say that most of the time, it's the temperature change. Most places right now are either getting chillier or warmer, depending on where you are in the world. And either way, it can wreak havoc on your multiple sclerosis. Before we get into what that means and something that you can do about it, I wanted to share something little about me to help you get to know me a bit more. And since we're talking about temperature changes and seasonal changes, I thought I'd share with you that my favorite season changes. I wish I could tell you that I have a favorite season, but I'm one of those people where on the spot, I'll tell you it's summer because it's summer right now. And, you know, we just got out of summer and it feels so nice and warm. But then as soon as fall hits, I feel like fall is my favorite. It's so pretty and it's finally cooler and there's leaves. And I love crunching the leaves with my feet when I'm going on walks with Finn. But then spring comes and my birthday is in spring and I love tulips and I love that it's starting to get warmer. And, you know, truly there's something that I love about each season. So I personally don't have a favorite season. I can't even, if I had to choose, I feel like I couldn't even give you an answer. So, so much for my wishy-washy answer there, but I love all seasons. There's something great in each of them, but the temperature changes. So let's jump into that a little bit more, shall we? One thing that is extremely important to know about temperature changes is that even if you are indoors, let's just say in your home, in normal temperatures, so maybe there's air conditioning on or maybe the heat is on, regardless, you feel comfortable. You don't feel like you're overheating or you're getting cold, but your body can still sense the temperature and the pressures from outside. This is very important to understand because even in the the dead of summer, really hot weather, I will have a lot of clients 
who will be inside in air conditioning, yet they still will have heat intolerant symptoms. Now, keep in mind, they don't feel hot. They're inside in air conditioning, but they feel so weak or so fatigued. And it's because of the barometric pressure. It's because of what's happening outside that's affecting them, even though they're inside. And the opposite happens too, where I'll have people who are messaging me saying, Dr. Gretchen, I don't know what's happening here. I feel awful, but I'm, my temperature is fine. So they're inside feeling comfortable, but outside it was warm yesterday, but today it's cold and it's chilly or it's raining and it's damp and it's just not a nice day outside. Regardless, any temperature change, and this often happens during seasonal changes, which is why we're having this conversation now, but any temperature change, whether it's gradual or if it's instant, if one day it's warm and the other day it's cold or vice versa, And regardless of if you have heat intolerance or cold intolerance, any type of temperature change can cause symptoms, any symptoms, any of the symptoms that you've had in your life with multiple sclerosis. So my tip for this, as best as possible, try to be proactive. Now that's easier said than done. It's not always possible, but if you can look ahead at least a day in advance of what the temperature will be the next day. And sometimes it's important to not just look at the temperature, but also what is the humidity level going to be? What is the heat index going to be? Or you know anything related to weather that might affect you, especially if you already know that you are prone to heat intolerance or prone to cold intolerance or just prone to changes in the weather, rain, humidity, anything. Look ahead, see what it's going to be tomorrow and maybe even the next day, but definitely tomorrow and be proactive. So if it tells you it's going to be hot tomorrow, well, then proactively sip some ice cold water throughout the day, proactively cool your core temperature down, even though you don't feel warm. And as soon as you wake up tomorrow morning, sip some cold water, put some cool cloths or a cooling vest on or a cooling wrap, something Be proactive about cooling yourself down, even though your body doesn't feel hot and vice versa. If tomorrow is supposed to be cold, do your best to be proactive about keeping your core temperature warm. Maybe you sip some tea or some hot water, or you put an extra sweater on just to keep yourself warm, even though you're not feeling cold. So as best as possible, when possible, be proactive about keeping your core temperature neutral. Now, sometimes this works like a charm and other times it doesn't help much, but I am a huge believer in trial and error. So try it out. See if it helped. If it did, amazing. Do it again next time. If it didn't, tweak it a little bit. Let's say tomorrow's cold and you worked on putting more clothes on in advance and that didn't really do anything. Well, then next time, maybe sip some warm water. So there's lots of different strategies, but the idea here is that you want to make sure your core temperature is maintaining a neutral temperature regardless of what's happening outside. As I mentioned earlier, the barometric pressure could still bother you. The humidity could still bother you or cold. I don't know why I keep going to hot right now, but whatever the temperature is, the pressures, the temperature is outside can still bother you even though you're inside. But these small, simple things 
can sometimes be very helpful and valuable when you're in this situation in terms of reducing symptoms that are what we call a pseudo flare, meaning it's not really a flare of your MS. It's happening because of something else, meaning the seasonal change or the temperature change. I hope you found that helpful and insightful, and I hope that you have some strategies now to hopefully tackle your next seasonal change symptom and be proactive with managing that. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you tune in next time. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am beyond grateful to have you as a listener. So as a thank you, I have something special just for you. I created a bundle of resources exclusive for the listeners of the Missing Link podcast who are looking for more guidance and tips to champion your life with MS. To get these resources, head over to msinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend. Or if you're on social media, take a screenshot right now and post it to your page or your stories and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out to other MS warriors. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.